Hey, what's up? It's Mike. And David. The hosts of the Humble Threads podcast. Thank you for checking out our show. Our earlier episodes have great content, but the audio recordings were not the best. However, we have a large catalog of episodes and invite you to skip around and check them out in any order you like. We upload bi-weekly and are available on all podcast platforms. Stay up to date with us on Instagram at humblethreads.network. And as always, stay humble. to episode nine of the humble threads podcast i'm blown away because not only did you know graves last podcast kind of point to his spot in the stands and call it out um you guys the listeners made it happen here at episode nine we are all the way already over the 200 listen mark across all of our episodes you know that's i mean again it's it's something that we have we, we didn't even know that people would want to listen to what we were talking about when we first decided to do this. We were just like, you know, we have an idea that we want to pursue. We love the kind of conversations that we we, we, uh, we bring up. And it's just, you know, just shout out to everybody. You know, we this is a little bit of, an, of, a, of a hot open, if you will. Um, as always, my name is Michael Hart. And I'm David Graves. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, yeah. sir. Um, and we are here excited. It's episode nine. Um, you know, there's, it, it, it's like this every single time. Like I, I'm always so excited. This is, this, this is something I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know Graves, uh, over there in his world of graphic design and everything else he's got going on. You know, he finally got something that most of us can't wait for, or we hope for, or we plan for this man got himself a vacation, man. um, Dude, talk to me a little bit about what's going on. Um, tell me about this vacation, and then we'll dive into everything that I've got going on. Man, pretty much, you know, um, a lot of people, I don't know if I mentioned it last podcast, but uh, me and my girlfriend and her family went to Orlando. Um, I know the past couple podcasts, y'all have been hearing me stressed. I was down bad, as the kids like to say nowadays. Um, but we, we got to Orlando, you know, plane ride, hanging out with them. It's always last when it's with her family. They're, they're great people. Um, she has a little sister who reminds me a lot of myself when I was younger. Um, she was very standoffish before she, you know, got to know me and then now we're like best friends, but you know, on vacation, uh, I needed it, man. Uh, I was going through it with my job, everything else, you know, me and my girlfriend were having some issues, but you know, money not coming in and that causes problems. Like Mike said before, unfortunately, Money isn't everything, but it is everything, unfortunately, pretty much. Um, it ranks pretty high up there with oxygen. Yeah, that that's that was a quote from last time. I was trying to remember it. But, uh, yeah, so we, we did a lot of relaxing. There's, not, there's stuff to do, but at the same time, because of COVID, there's lines, everything else like that. But it was really relaxing. We got to sit by the pool. Um, and it was kind of cool because my neighbor, the I always talked to him. Once again, he kind of reminds me of uh, myself. His parents went through a divorce. Like Stuff's a little hard for him. Um, we've had conversations. He said, yo, David, I got something for you. I was like, what? He was like, here's a crystal. So he gave me a crystal. People, I'm going to let you know right now, don't always accept any crystal from anybody unless you get the name. I'm kind of superstitious with that because there are crystals that can kind of bring up things that you don't need to bring up and it kind of hits you. Um, I forget the one. Something might. I forget what that one was, but I, he gave me that. Do you, do you know what, Mike? Do you know it? Do you Moldavite? Moldavite. Yes, that one. Oh, boy, don't. Listen, just watch which one you know. But this one was clear. 
Um, and he gave me the name. I forget. I read up on it, you know, and you charge it during a full moon. You get that type of energy going. So, you know, I would just keep it in my pocket by the pool. I'd meditate a little bit. And I just think to myself, like, you know, what has made me stress this past, these past two months, what's been going on. Um, and I know not a lot of people are religious. Like I, I, I do believe there's something higher up there. Um, you know, for people have taught me, you know, God, Christianity and stuff like that. So, you know, sometimes I sit there, talk to God a little bit. I was like, yo, what is going on? Like, you know, what's happening and meditation really does good for you. Uh, especially like learning who you are on the inside. And sometimes you got to ask yourself, like if you get mad at somebody, like, why am I mad? What makes me upset? You know? So I did a lot of that by the pool, figuring stuff out. And man, I'll tell you right after that, right after we got to the pool, I, w- I was happy. Me, me and my girlfriend, a little sister had some great times. We were hanging out. I got home. I got the best news when I got home. Uh, yeah, what's up? Yeah, I mean, well, unfortunately, we had to let somebody else go at my job. Um, so she she has another job, and she's all well on her way. But the CEO of our job is moving into a different position, and we're getting a new guy. And he said, yo, I'm, I'm here to do business. We're hiring new people. We're making people full-time. We're, we're pushing. We're going full speed. And I want us to have clarity with everything, and I want us to get stuff done. And my demand, the boss above my boss uh, came into our meeting and said, David, I, you've, you've been holding it down. The other designers have been gone. You've been doing what you got to do. It's just been you. I'm proud of you. Um, we, we really appreciate you. And, and we hope, you know, we can, we can get some things figured out for you. And I said, you know what, man. And then on top of that, Mike, I'm, I'm layering on the cake. Um, go, go, go. We, we got some stuff in the mail when we were on vacation. I thought it had to do with uh, our basement. It has to do with the township. We finally got an answer on why our basement is not being finished. We didn't get an inspection. Literally it. That was it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So they were like, yeah. So, you know, when you first came in due to COVID, we had to keep pushing it back and everything else like that. We got your request. We just didn't come out. So me and my girlfriend were like, wow. So like, you know what? We're coming out Monday. And then if everything's good to go, we'll give him the permit and you can get it going. So it wasn't really our contract's fault. Not our contractor's fault. Not really. So I got to apologize to him. Not like he listens to it, but you never know. But one you know, day. yeah, one day, one day, hopefully he does. Cause I'll, if you do, I'm sorry, man, listen, I'm, I'm just upset. I want to be in my basement, but um, you know, we're getting some stuff together Sunday. I got to get like fire alarms for CO2 and everything else. We got to get a fire extinguisher for the inspection, but everything goes well, man. Like next start next week, house is being renovated. So I'll be in the basement soon. Then hopefully me and Mike can be in person. He can come over. We'll get some, some mics set up and everything and, and we'll be good to go. But yeah, man, I, I say vacation did me wonders, man. I, I don't know. Whew, I don't know what that crystal had in it, but I kept it. I still got it on me, but Mike, <laughs> That that's my you know wave of good news. What's what's been going on with you, man? Yo, all of that is just excellent. I'm so I'm so yeah. elated to hear things kind of moving in a positive direction. It's crazy, yeah. you know, how sometimes just a little bit of positive reflection to mm-hmm. provide like, you know, figure out what your intentions are. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting sometimes how things just in the world around us kind of fall into place around that new intention. Yeah. Um, and I like that's super cool. Like I like I'm not like like my my wife is super like into crystals and things like that. And so um I've learned a lot from her about that. Um I have a feeling I know which maybe which one you got if you could tell me what color it was. It, it was um but it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like that's awesome stuff. Like I I definitely support uh taking time to like have some self reflection, meditate, 
um, learn what type of learn what it's like to listen to your to yourself and just let your brain kind of uh, talk to you for once, essentially. I don't know. Cool stuff, dude. Yeah. Um, but do for me. Uh, you know, it's again a big fan of the of the weather change. Finally, it is consistently nice out. Like I don't mind that it rains some days yeah. because for every other day around that rain, it's beautiful. Um, today, yesterday, the last weekend was something incredible. We are coming into some rain now, but uh, we'll be all right. I think we'll make it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but me and the wife, we've been working in the yard a bunch. Um, you know, we've been in this house going on four years now and we just kind of want to, no, is it four? no maybe three, 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 sorry. We bought it in 2017. Um, so end of 17. So it'll be three, this four, four. It's been four. Has it been four? It's 2021. It's been four years since we bought the house this, flying, uh, this December. I, hey man, I, sometimes, uh, sometimes life just gets away from me, but Hey, so there's some, there's some things that are in our backyard. Like we have a retaining wall that's kind of beginning to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to create a nice little patio there. And we're realizing we're going to have to change, replace that retaining wall. Um, I think I can do it myself. I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos because um, that's what my dad says. He goes, if you don't know how to do something, just look it up on YouTube. I'm sure there's some licensed contractor somewhere telling you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's not wrong. And so I've been watching these videos about how to build retaining walls out of stone, like how to do it, how to do it on a budget, but how to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking that might be a huge project for me over the summer to build this new retaining wall, build this new patio area. Um, but what's super cool is right around the, uh, the, the patio that we have, mm-hmm. um, we have this little kind of like side embankment where there's uh, like a garden that kind of grows usually flowers or, or whatever throughout the season. And uh, our yard, it must have been built or the foundation of our house must have been built around a large like quartz deposit mm-hmm. because we have a lot of quartz boulders like just in our woods, around our property, on our property. And I've just been, while I've been walking my dog throughout our backyard, which is mostly just open woods, I've just been finding these quartz boulders and just bringing them back to the yard. And we're building this kind of like this stone garden Mm -hmm. in this embankment. Um, Super fun. I actually had a sledgehammer out the other day, just smacking quartz boulders. And I was like, wow, like if this is not like, video games in full circle because I was just playing in Valheim the other week, smashing boulders to make stone for my stone house. And here I am in my own backyard with a sledgehammer, smacking quartz mm-hmm. into pieces. Um, but yeah, so that was super fun. Um, but yeah, overall just trying to work, just trying to improve the outside of our house. You know, I've never really taken that much value in the outside of my house. And, but now, you know, it's like, I got to start, you know, I got to power wash the siding this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to work on the deck. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff, but it's been fun being outside for sure. Listen, you, you go from why do we got to go to Home Depot to, yo, when are we going to Home Depot? Yo, when can we go back? <laughs> right. That's, that's literally where we're at. It is, it is, it's, it's wild. 30 years old. And my dad was right all of these years. He said, you know, Home Depot is just like an adult toy store. Um, and I've, and up until the point I owned a house, I just never got, got it. I was like, why would this be a toy store? It's full of tools. I say it all the time, man. Like, I get it. (laughs) I've never, like, I was like, man, I'm never waking up. I say it all the time. I was like, I'm never waking up early. I hate doing laundry. I do like literally I got done work. Ashley's uh, nephew and niece came over. I'm I'm putting laundry away. I got downstairs. I made them dinner, gave them dinner, cleaned up the kid. And then they went outside. I cleaned up everything. And I was like, man, I feel accomplished. And it's not like it's a burden or anything. And Ashley's like, are you sure you want to do all this stuff? I'm like, yo, I just want it done. I was like, let's get in there. This is my time. It's a little bit of peace to me. You, you smacking boulders, though? That sounds like a rage room I need to go to. That sounds Dude, like I need to come over. It, it, it got violent because, you know, some of it is... 
just would shatter when you'd hit it and you and i was wearing protection i had i had like a face mask on like a, like a shield mm -hmm. because some of it was like bouncing back and pinging back at me um i definitely don't I, like i'm not a professional by any means i'm just an idiot with a sledgehammer <laughs> hitting boulders and uh and but no we were able to, to i was able to safely break a lot of them mm -hmm. and then bring them up and we're now building this really beautiful like white it's it's and, by, and for those listening it's not like clear quartz it's white quartz mm -hmm. it's like opaque um, but it's beautiful and, uh, we are just building a stone garden because I don't know, it gets a lot of light. Maybe we might put some succulents in there. We might do some, uh, I don't know who knows what, but right now, um, it's just kind of, that's kind of where, where we're at uh, here at the, uh, the caribou, the, the Hart family household here. I'll be there this um, weekend. I think Ashley wants to do some, uh, some weeding. <laughs> we have a garden and then we have this side. Guys, welcome to the Graves and and, and, and Heart Garden Talk. Like we have the side of our house, we have like just mulch and these these ugly bushes and everything. And Ashley's like, well, I kind of she wants to put kind of like what you were talking about, like stones, like bricks, like a brick wall kinda, and then we fill it with you know mulch and whatever, and we have plants and stuff in there also to keep our dog from going under there. So we've been thinking about doing that, and I'm kind of with it. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's yeah get the shovel. I'm gonna get the gloves. The only issue is the dog, but she'll she can run around and dig and help us dig. But I'm with you, man. Getting older is crazy, but I I can't wait to see your patio. I've never been over Mike's house. Uh, hopefully, yeah, we we got we got to plan something soon. Yeah, we can definitely. We just got a new patio set. I built that uh, over our break also. So you can come on and see that. We'll have a barbecue or something, a grill. Hey, I'm down with it. Like I said, everyone's getting vaccinated. Be safe out there, people. With all that going yeah. on, you know, you can you can definitely get some stuff going. No doubt. Word. All right. Well, for, with that being said, you know, hope you guys are having fun with your spring as well. Uh, we'll be right back with a word with road from our sponsor. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, big news uh, out on the music front. Um, really excited about this one. So uh, the band that I was formerly the, the uh, vocalist for Gladiators signed to CI Records uh, has just put out a brand new single. Um, it's my guitarist, Josh. He's got a whole new lineup with him, new bassist, new drummer, new vocalist. Uh, they're all stellar buddies of mine uh, from either past bands that I've played with or we've toured together. Really excellent dudes. But the single is called 86. Uh, you can get that on Spotify. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's anywhere else, but I know that's on Spotify for sure. Uh, you can get that get them on uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. They're everywhere. Um, you know, Gladiators has a such will always have a huge uh, piece of my heart because of, of everything that, you know, I did with them uh, when we you know, went from, from the beginning to, to where it is now. Um, and I'm really happy for uh, my, my guitarist, Josh, Josh Krantz. Um, the fact that he's able to continue producing music um, and best of luck to everyone in the new lineup, because you guys are, are true homies of mine. Um, you know, that being said, uh, you know, it's, it's it's available. It was available what the uh, April second. So it's um, it'll, you should be able to find it anywhere. Um, Gladiator's new single eighty six. Give it a check. Um, see what you think. I listened uh, to it. To, would love to hear from you. I listened to it. I, I thought it was great. Um, especially being one, everyone's like David. You listen to some music? Yeah, you darn skippy. I listened to it and I thought it was amazing. The drummer, um, your guitarist. He, he also I could hear it in the in the in the song. I like when bands are able to, you know, you can hear every single instrument in the song. And I, I think they did a really good job with that. So yeah, shout out to them. Yo. And, and one thing I can say to um, defi definitively for my boy, Josh, um, like I can tell just from like the get go of this song, like it's, 
it is the truest Josh I've ever heard. And if you and like you'd have to go listen to our old stuff, or if you know him personally, uh, anyone out there. But it's so it's so awesome to hear Josh be able to produce this kind of music because I know it's something that he's always wanted to really dive headfirst into. So I'm really looking forward to um, what else may be coming out of his um, like genius of a, of a musical brain. I can't wait. Um, yeah. So you know, with with you know, with being at home so often, with not much to do to go places, you know, there's just not much to do anymore. I have been looking so much for new things to watch on streaming platforms, whether it's Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, or or whatever one, YouTube or or anything. And I came across this uh, this one on Netflix. It was a it was a like an hour and fifty five minute movie called uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen King's Glaive. Now I know that I, now I realize this has been out for a little while, um, but I'd never seen it. I knew that it had some kind of connection to the Final Fantasy XV console, Xbox, and PlayStation 3 game uh, that came out, again, a a pretty uh, decent while ago at this point. Um, But I'd never played either one of those. I was never really a massive Final Fantasy fan. Um, For some reason, turn-based combat just kind of... Uh, it for me, it kind of died with Pokemon. Like I love Pokemon, and, and and that's the kind of turn-based battle I've always played. Mm-hmm. And or just growing up, Final Fantasy. Although I played, I played all of seven. I played all of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, it just never really hit for me the same way some other things did with the turn-based um, kind of style. But watching this movie, Kingsglaive. If you don't, if you've never seen it or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, it's a it's about this magically shielded like uh empire that's being uh attacked by like a uh an outside force and it's the story about how it falls and and things like that and basically i didn't realize it was kind of like a prologue of the video game so like it just like the what happened prior to the to the video game taking place um more or less and so turns out a good buddy of mine named steve uh, actually this is one of his favorite games of all time and I was like, all right, like, I got to try this game. He let me borrow it. Um, and I've been playing it pretty nonstop, like pretty nonstop, like the past, like, since I got it. And he gave it to me on Saturday uh, this past week. Um, it's now Wednesday. Um, and it's really, really good. It, and what's what I think I like, what I thought was really nice, or at least like a, a weird way that the game begins when you mm-hmm. first put it on and you have the intro screen, It the game itself says like, a fi- like a Final Fantasy game for uh, new players and fans. So like, and I was like, that's interesting. Why why would this one, Final Fantasy 15, be for the new players? Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it was going to be, you know, full open world, um, non-turn-based combat, hack and slash, a story RPG. Like, and really, uh, you know, you, you know, you, you go do quests, you can level your characters, you can do side quests, you can do all these extra kind of mini game things you can, in the world. Um, I'm a big fan of open worlds, kind of like Skyrim, Breath of the Wild uh, style playing where you don't actually have to always do the main mission. You can kind of go do your own thing. So this is hitting all of the spots for me. And it's crazy because, again, I started with, I've, I'm always just trying to find something next to watch on these streaming platforms. And mm-hmm. watching this one thing on, on uh, Netflix, uh, kind of spawned this whole new interest in a game that I'd previously written off because I think actually I'd known that it wasn't uh, not, it was, it, it, it wasn't turn-based uh, combat. It was all fighting combat. Mm-hmm. And I just, for some reason still never hit because again, the, 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 the franchise itself 
never really grabbed me the way a lot of like super fans of the Final Fantasy franchise has. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, man? Like, have you do you, uh, in terms of, maybe not this game specifically, but like in terms of Final Fantasy as like a uh, as an entity, really? I like I've always I don't know. It's so weird. Like I always think back to how I was as a child and how I always like. I always approach things with like, nah, I'd never want to play that. <laughs> and I, I probably should have approached things like, yeah, hey, I'll give it a try. And I've never done that. But I've seen a lot of people playing it. Uh, I know recently they just remade Final Fantasy. I forget the number. Don't hate me, people. Seven. Seven. Yeah, they remade Final Fantasy Seven. And I watched this uh, one Twitch streamer, Maximilian Dude, play it. And it looks cool because now they took out the you know turn-based system out of it. Now attack and slash. So I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. So literally, you you go in there and do what you got to do, and, and you have fun with that. But yeah, I I didn't like the same reason why you didn't like it is because I don't, like, you know, turn-based games, I'm like, all right, Pokemon. Or if you want to get crazy, the Digimon game they made. But that's kind of my experience with it. A lot of my friends used to play it, and I just could never get into it. I, I, don't, I don't know. But uh, now that there's a movie, I'm always looking to find new things to watch. Um, I'm always watching something, so... If it's suggested by Mike, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a watch, give it a peep. Definitely, I think, and and if it grabs you, then you like I I implore you, God, try to get game. the game. Uh, it's it's good. It's it's and I think there's some DLC for it too. So mm-hmm. so there's even more more to what system play. Is once, it for? Um, I have it for Xbox. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can get it. I think it's on PC. Um, I bet it is. Final Fantasy 15. It's got to be everywhere. I'm gonna have point. to look it up. It's probably on the Switch because I, I recently just got the Devil May Cry like one, two. And yeah, it might be. I, I I don't know for sure, but uh, I know that I um I'm playing it on the on the Xbox currently. Okay. Um, stay tuned. Super folks. cool. Stay tuned. Yeah. I will so, say. I I was gonna say I've never. I I also get confused because the numbers. I I don't understand the numbers. Like, do you understand the numbers? Like, well, the number the numbers are so okay so. The only reason it's called Final Fantasy mm-hmm. is I believe that like back when the first one was being created, I think what it's it's uh, Square Enix or Square, yeah, um, Square Enix, I think. Uh, whichever the the uh, the producer of of the game is, it was supposed to be their last game that they were going to make, and then the company wasn't going to be a thing anymore. So it was supposed to be their Final Fantasy, like their final game, uh, and it just became such a smash hit. It saved the company, I think. And uh, and now they've had fifteen plus of them or whatever. Okay. Um, and but the thing is, it's 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 there's like so many like interweaving like storylines, and it's kind of like like a long timeline too. Like I would say, Final Fantasy fifteen is the might be the most like current if if it could be current time. Okay. Um, like they have cell phones, they've got normal cars, they've got oh, you know okay. things okay. like that. Um. It's not like set in like a fantasy world like way back, but there's still you know there's still magic, there's still um, all sorts of cool stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Cool game, really cool game. Um, but one thing that I want to speaking of gaming in general, one thing that you floated to me and the rest and 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 like our group a little while ago was that mm-hmm. this idea of doing a game of D and D. And I'm I'm a hundred percent about it. I'm super excited that you even like mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And I recently in the Discord group, uh, Graves sent everyone out um, information about a like a one shot style D and D game that was Star Wars themed. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm a big fan of Star Wars, but I'm not like I'm not like like a hyper fan. But like I, I really like the the ethos. I like the world. I like the mm-hmm. world building. I like the types of players and and uh, things you can do in that in that ethos or 
world or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited about this. So, you know, talk to me a little bit more about this. Let me inside. Uh, uh, we maybe have some things moving forward about this, but you know, who knows? Uh, David, talk to me about like, like what's your, what's your, dude, plan, well, especially cause I, I was, I, well, I think I might've mentioned this before on the podcast. Who knows? We're nine episodes in. I, I can't remember what we've talked about before, but um, I know when I was at work, uh, I used to work at a country club and this one girl, looked at me and was like, hey, you, you look like you would be like really good at D&D, which you can't be really good at D&D. You just play the game. It is what it is. But I was like, nah, that's for nerds. They show people in lockers for that. Like, what? But then I gave it a try, and uh, me and my uh, group of people I got together to play, we've been playing for like three years now, which is crazy to think about. But I recently was like, you know what? Maybe I should DM. Or not recently. I said this a while ago. And my whole group is like, David, you should DM. You should run some games. I think you can do it. You have such a vivid imagination. And it's more or less the fear to me of like, you you have to know a lot of information and build that world and the narrative for people. And in D&D, if no one knows, like you have a straight task. It's kind of like a, kind of like Final Fantasy. Like you have a straight mission, but there's always these side roads you can go. And the DM kind of has to still, you know, be with you on that side road and you have to have stuff for that side road. So you have to have different missions. There are books to help you out with that and everything else like that. But I recently was getting into star Wars because if you guys didn't know star Wars kind of said, you know what, we're done with the Skywalker trilogy. We're done with all that. We're going to start something new. So they started something new called the high Republic, which I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And Disney, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I mean, you guys could try it for yourself. They made a, module called i think it's called edge of the empire i I think that's actually what it's called and they made their own dice set and rules and stuff but the dice have alien symbols on them so let you know if you pass or fail i listened to someone try and do it they're called one shot they're a uh, podcast dnd group they they couldn't really figure it out for themselves but a lot of people do a homebrew and i found that so i was like you know what uh, the, the easiest way for me to get into DMing is to homebrew something and make one shot. So I was like, let's do one shots. I reached out to Mike. And I was like, yo, make a character. I'm going to tell you guys what the timeline is going to be based in. And we'll take it from there. And everyone's like, you know what? I'm on. I'm in it. I'm in, I'm in it. Um, so over a vacation, that was something I did to relax and get my mind off of things was I read a lot of the High Republic books. Um, they have a book called Bounty Hunters, which is kind of cool. And I started writing. So I started writing this one shot. I'm halfway through the one shot. Um, Hopefully by the end of this week, it'll be done. Um, And then I need to meet with everybody who wants to play and just walk with them through characters and and figure it out. One thing that I just said to Mike, um, I will say it to you guys. I want to throw it out to you guys. Um, If you know me and Mike personally, Um, if not, next time I ask a question, let us know if you like the idea. We were thinking about recording it and maybe putting it out there on, on a different platform and seeing if you guys would like to listen to it. So if you think that's something you'd be into, just a bunch of people having fun, cracking jokes, and you know you guys could be in on it, let us know and we'll, and we'll make it happen. Um, will it be for this Star Wars one? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll record it and just, if you guys like it, then we'll keep going. But maybe we'll do that something like once a month or something. But I'm excited about it. Um I'm scared, but excited at the same time because I don't want to mess up. But as a DM for people out there who want to DM, you honestly can't mess up. The game's your game at this point. So um, we'll see. We'll see, Mike. Mike, have you looked? And what, it, you know, just give me a little taste. Is there a little taste of like maybe a race or, or, or something you're thinking about? I, I mean, I'm a little boring. Like I definitely want to go just like human. <laughs> okay. That's um, not boring. You know, human. I'm thinking maybe uh, like smuggler. Oh, oh, oh. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe I like I like I don't know. Like I'm very drawn to like the like the solo okay. like ethos uh -huh. Uh -huh. Or, or like the, not or just that character style of like owing someone money that you're kind of on the run from. Mm -hmm. Um and I feel like that's a very common trope in the Star Wars like um thing, but I like mean, you know, I I'd like cuz I like having characters that have like like not necessarily like a uh, traumatic backstory, but like mm -hmm. a compelling one yeah. that like always fuels choices. So mm -hmm. like, um, yeah, like I would love to be some like maybe, and I'm not saying like I would be the Han Solo. Like I don't think I would need to be the hyper competent mm -hmm. um, smuggler. Like maybe because like Solo is all about being like super cunning and like, um, mm -hmm. you know, Lady. like sometimes like his charisma alone yeah. can save his life. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe that's not like, I don't know. May maybe that's not this character. Maybe, maybe it's a character that's more like aloof mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like, I, I, I do smuggling and it's like, I, I'm okay at it. Like, I, like <laughs> it's like, but I, but what this one time I messed, I messed up real big and uh, now I owe somebody some stuff mm -hmm. and uh, I'm trying to smuggle my way to get the stuff that I need to re repay it back. So it's like, I love, I love creating characters like that that mm -hmm. like have that motive. The realism kind of too. So it. that no no matter what um the DM throws at me if that's my character like I have to now think okay is this going to help me get to my goal mm -hmm. and that's how I have to play the character and mm -hmm. I and I love forcing those choices because mm -hmm. then that it takes me out of me and it's not like I'm not doing what I would do I'm doing mm -hmm. what the character would do and, and I don't know I'm super excited man like I don't know and I'm not 100% set on that but like that's the kind of like character i would love to play in that in that way i mean like you know and a lot of people say I, i've heard a lot of people like i don't know if i want to be a bounty hunter or this and that but like if you think about the star wars timeline and everything everything is always in shambles so when things are in shambles you have people like smugglers taking advantage of that or bounty yeah. hunters taking advantage of that because either side needs something you know so right. um yeah i would say I, that sounds fun to me i'm i'm excited for it um i will give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek of what i'm thinking on the timeline. Okay. So sure. it's going to be before the force awakens. Okay. And after revenge of the Sith. So it's going to be in between there. So we didn't, we're not, we're not at Luke yet, you know, full powered Luke. So this is like okay. Darth Vader's taking over the world's on fire. Pretty like the galaxy's on fire. Like the, the empire is full and full force. The train's moving. This is that part. So Luke and Le uh, Leia are being shipped away. They're still babies and everything else like that. Um, right. But they'll probably be a little bit older in, in this timeline. So, but it's but it's in between there because I like that because like think about it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Not not to take light of like important historical moments and everything else like that, but like think about it. Like tyrants, it's full force. Things are happening now. Things are getting real. Like holy crap! Like he, they actually did it. Like now, what do yeah. we got to do to stop them and get to that point? So, right. um, you know, just a lot of bad guys walking around. Little there's there's heroes here and there, but there's not always a lot of heroes. It's just a lot of bad happening. So, I think that'll be uh, pretty fun, guys. So look out for that. Uh, maybe maybe we'll ask you soon what what you guys think, and maybe we'll put that out there for you. But uh, that being said, man, we're halfway through the podcast, guys. Um, Mike said in the beginning. I'll, I'll say it again. I am excited. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for over two hundred listeners. We love. Every single one of you guys, we take every criticism that you give us, um, whether it's positive, negative, we take it, we embrace it, and we keep putting out this content for you. But that being said, we're going to take a break and we'll see you right after it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is David Graves, 
one of the co-hosts from the Humble Threads podcast. What's going on, Humble family? I wanted to take a second and reach out to you guys. We would love to hear from you. So recently we have made a Twitter. It is Humble Threads Pod, and the at is Pod Humble. If you would like to come in, ask us any questions, we might be doing some polls. Who knows? We would love to hear any questions from yo-yoing to comic books to real life to fantasy. Who knows? Um, also, if you would like, we do have our Gmail still. We understand that not a lot of people want to email us, but we have that. It's in the description if you want to do that. But this right here is for you guys, the Twitter. So please come in, follow us on Twitter, ask us some questions, whatever it may be. We'd be happy to answer them on air. We'll catch you guys later. Stay humble. We'll see you soon. Welcome back, guys. We are we're ending we're, we're we're getting close to the end here, but we still got a couple more topics, and these are our fun you know question topics. Um, we we got a couple last time. We didn't get to get to them all together because the the first topic we got is Falcon and Winter Soldier. But the only episode that was out was episode one, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys, it was kind of underwhelming a little bit. Um, I think Marvel and Disney are getting used to TV show flow, and with TV show flow. It's hard to cut like an episode and give it a cliffhanger so you're hyped for next week and make sure there's enough jam packed in there, whether it's action, drama, or suspense or whatever like that. But they're they're so used to filming movies, it feels like it feels like they filmed a movie and then chopped it up. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me hold my judgment off until episode three. But uh, we did get a question about it with Falcon and Winter Soldier and how I feel about it, maybe how Mike feels about it. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you've watched any of it yet. I think. No, we didn't. All right. Mike said, yeah, he didn't watch any of it. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of synopsis on what's going on with it, which is really cool. Um, I will say Marvel is not holding back punches. They're they're going full force in the world, real world issues and real world problems. Um, so if you guys haven't seen the end to end game, spoilers for just for that. So cover your ears for two seconds. Here we go. Um, Captain America's old and he gives his shield to Sam, which is uh, Falcon. And he takes it, but even at the end of the movie, you kind of saw he didn't really want it. So it, it was he was stuck in a rock and a hard place, and that's kind of what this show touches on. Um, and one thing that the show did great on is like the social standard of like what Captain America should be, which a lot of people in, in the government, as you would see if it was real life, a white guy, you know, army, uh, peak condition, everything else like that. So. Um, without spoiling anything, I'm just going to, like I said, I'm going to go through a synopsis a little bit. You know, Falcon doesn't feel that he deserves the shield. And it, you can only imagine a lot of people out there, if you are uh, African-American or a person of different race, imagine someone giving you Captain America's shield and saying, you're Captain America. And America has to look at you like you're Captain America. But uh, a lot of transition and a lot of climate, a lot of people probably wouldn't be comfortable with that. So Sam is struggling with a lot of that. And then, you know, we have Winter Soldier. He, as you can probably imagine, him and Captain America are best friends. Cap's done. So what's what's his storyline and where does he go from here? A lot of his life was tied to that. And before that, he was an assassin. So he doesn't really know much much, uh, much about that. So we go through his turmoil, PTSD. Like I said, Marvel is not holding back. We're getting PTSD. We're getting racial issues, um, you know, in a in a also like a comic book world. So we get a whole different view on a lot of different things. So um, episode one was a little slow, but two, they, they ramped it up. Him and uh, Falcon got got back in the swing of things and met each other. A lot of banter, which I like. I think it's funny. 
Um, and then episode three, they brought it back somebody back into the Marvel fold, which I'm excited to see. They gave him his costume and everything else like that. And I was like, holy crap. Um, if you like John Wick, it, episode three was, I don't know if it was directed or I think it was directed by one of the directors from John Wick. So it has a lot of those action sequences um, and a lot of that like gritty underworld crime boss feel. So if you guys are thinking about checking it out, it's completely different from WandaVision. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but go in there with, with an open mind and, and kind of embrace like the social issues and everything else that they're addressing. Cause it's something to think about, like, you know, who, who would ever think like, you know, if Cap gave up a shield to you the next day, do you feel fit or do you think America would accept you, um, your flaws and all? Because a lot of people don't see Captain America having flaws. They see him as a super soldier, like nothing can stop him, you know, but it's great. If you haven't checked it out, Mike, I, I you know, whenever you and, uh, Wife, get a chance. Just hop on in there. Yeah, um, definitely haven't seen it yet. Um, we do have the ability to watch it, and I think based off your uh, brief synopsis there, uh, I I will definitely want to check that out. Um, you know, what one thing you you said something funny in the beginning of this whole thing that, that I just kept like kind of hung on was the idea of these of becoming this like episodic TV show style mm-hmm. uh, Marvel releases or just like becoming aware of what that tv show style editing looks like Mm -hmm. because like because when you're watching a show when um every week that comes out a new episode and it leaves you on that cliffhanger like because you know that whatever the story they're going to tell you within that episode more or less needs to resolve Mm -hmm. but they need to start another rising action just at the end of the episode just to get you to want to come back and see the story Mm -hmm. and what's really interesting is since you know we we exist in a world of streaming i was talking about netflix earlier Mm -hmm. um and there's a lot of tv shows that are out there now where maybe you never watched any of it and you're gonna go sit down and binge the whole season Mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking about how different of an experience that is when you don't have this kind of like thought like this 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 illusion of stress of Mm -hmm. of what's gonna happen i can't Mm -hmm. wait to next week's Mm -hmm. episode when you're like yeah i can just skip the intro and go and go into the next yep, episode yep. again. And it's just, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's weird. Like how our, our, our society is kind of moving Listen. away from like the classic film into this. I don't know this. I, I mean, this, and is the, and, and then on top of that once, like, is, is it a cliff? Is it a, can it ever be a cliffhanger? If you know, you're, you just got to wait a week. Like, I, it, like, is it, if, if you know, it's always going to end on a cliffhanger, like what, I mean, I don't know. I, do they? Maybe, maybe some of them don't. I don't know. I would say maybe our I generation. Wanna, I don't want a blanket statement. I would say our generation is different though, because we had to deal with that. You know, we've had Saturday morning cartoons. We've had like the sitcoms and everything. So we've had the you know paint a picture real quick, guys. Just just view it with me. You know, we're end of the episode. Like I've watched a lot of Flash, Arrow, Nine One One, everything. End of the episode. Dude opens the door. Mom, and then it just cuts. Like that's the that's the thing I'm talking about. Like that's the suspension yeah. feel. Like what is that? His mom? We don't know who's behind the door. Like Wandavision kind of did that towards the end. Um, yeah. and, and they got they got good on that. But I will say this is something new for Marvel since it's like we're not gonna let you guys binge. We want you to carry it out. So they're kind of reversing the wheel on us that Netflix has had us accustomed to. Like here's everything, binge it. Um, which I'm an extreme binger, which is really bad, but I'm, I'm getting back into, into the, all right, let me digest this for a week. You know, let me let it sit there instead of watching the whole thing and like, wow, I got to remember what happened back in episode one and digest it. So I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Cause what's crazy is the entire show is already shot. Yeah. 
You know, and they're just being like, yeah, we'll just give you one a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Listen, like, well, like they'll, you, you deserve one, one episode a week. That's your dosage. Yeah. Um, and but I mean, but eventually it will all be streamable and mm-hmm. it'll just be bingeable at that point. But like it's you're right, because there's some shows that come to like Netflix and you get the whole show. Wham, bam, right, right when it drops, you get the mm-hmm. whole thing. Whereas now you're starting to see shows like this on, other, I mean, on other, plat- other platforms or wherever that are actually mm. releasing like per week yeah. um, to almost maintain this viewership. idea of a mm. season or viewership. And it's, it's just a very interesting way to look at, at how we are given content. Yeah, it's, it's a fight. Um, it's a fight. Streaming war is real. Right. If you haven't thought about yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. My brain's going down a weird rabbit hole on that. Yeah, hey, think about <laughs> it, man. Speak, speaking of rabbit holes, great segue, Mike. Um, we we've got a lot of things in. A lot of people liked us liked us talking about that sentence was weird. Uh, aliens and paranormal and everything else like that. Me and Mike are really into that. Not saying this will turn into a paranormal podcast, but hey, we like to sprinkle little things here and there. If you guys like them and, and you and you voice your opinion, we'll we'll stick on it. Um, a lot of people like our superhero stuff. And a lot of people like our paranormal stuff. So we'll dive right into aliens. And I got something. I don't know if you guys have been seeing it. Um, I'm usually on TikTok. I do like viewing a lot of stuff. But aliens and the Arctic. If you haven't seen it, I, I don't know, Mike. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I'm yeah. going to get my tinfoil hat on. But the government's doing some shady stuff, man. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like you and I are on a very similar TikTok era, like space. Because Probably. I, yeah, because... Like, I don't know. Like, I I just like, I, I like thinking about this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's just so, it would just be so, um, like, utterly amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think what's crazy is, like, that word amazing, right? Like, I believe the root of that word is that, like, it, you were in so in awe that mm-hmm. you, like, you went crazy or something. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, you are, you are incapacitated in awe. And like, and I just think like, yeah, like I have seen some of the things on, you know, again, no, you, you, TikTok's worse than like Wikipedia. That you no. know what I mean? You can't, you can't, you can never believe what you're seeing all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. because everyone with a phone can act like a genius and they know what they're talking about. Replace audio, um, do whatever. Yeah, you know, there's so much that like could be bullshit on that uh, on that application, but. Mm-hmm. Regardless, yes, I have seen the crazy stuff about aliens in the Arctic about like. There might be alien, like not just necessarily alien bases, but there might be just ancient like structures. I've seen like images of like uh, pyramids, like up near the pole. Um, I've seen things that say that there's just a big like open hole at, at the North Pole, and it's just like a weird vortex. Like I, I don't know, man, but like it's crazy, and and like even if, even if like. Even even if even if one percent of that is true, it's still something. Like there's still something very weird um, that seems to be going on. Um, I agree because I, I saw something where it's like every like nation on the globe has agreed that you just can't go to this part. You just can't go Think to, about the, it. to the North Pole. Think you about just can't it. go there. Like you just can't go there. Like, no it one's matter. going there. Sorry. Like hey, you want to go? There? Sorry, you can't. Like there's listen. It, <laughs> so there's like the fact that there's. Like, I mean, I, I agree that it's probably like physically difficult to be there because it's the coldest or one of the coldest places on earth mm-hmm. uh, and hardest to get to, I guess. But like, I don't know, like the fact that like every country would agree like that this is just one place on our 
planet no. that we're just not going to go. Well, think about it. Like you said, though, makes you question a lot of things. It's cold up there. Me and you can't get it in an airplane and say, hey, we're no. going to go visit the Arctic. So say if our government or governments of the world did see beings and they're like, you know what? We're going up to the Arctic and the government was like, you know what? No one goes up there anyway. So sure. But you also get those like crazy, you know, Discovery Channel episodes where the person's blacked out and it's like, I'm a retired soldier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was a guy who was like, yeah, we went up there and there was this big door and we opened the door and all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, think about all the shady stuff the United States has done. Uh, We've been we've been where we tried to assassinate, you know, Fidel Castro. We've tried to do a lot of things that are just coming out now. And a lot of people are, holy crap. So think about where soldiers have been, you know, secret agents or secret missions where they're like, yo, go to the Arctic. We've seen something. We want you guys to check it out. They're, they're, you know they have divisions of like that in the army because they want them to go check out whatever's happening first. It's in every movie. Not saying real life is based off movies. But like when the Predator came, they sent an army to go see what it is. When the Transformers came down, who'd they send? The army. So like, you know, they're going to send the army down there. There is some stuff where, like you said, the hole, there was a hole and it was on Google Maps. The government took that off Google Maps and had someone like Photoshop something over it so you can't see it anymore. Um, a lot of people do have photos of it. You can probably check out this, a lot of this stuff online, but I don't, I don't know, man. There could be some, who knows? Who knows what aliens are like and what temperatures they can be in and what what their planet's like? Who knows, man? I, I don't know, but that that Dude, rabbit hole. It's a strange, it's a strange world, and uh, I definitely think that there are things in this on this planet in this universe of ours in the, that we that we just aren't aware of yet. Right. Like I think like, cause perception is kind of everything, right? Like your reality is only based on what you perceive. And, and, uh, and just because like we don't know, or we don't have the proof that's like physically in front of us doesn't, doesn't mean to say it's not there. It, like, mm-hmm. it just means that we, we just haven't been able to be like, we're, we can't be, we can think we know, mm-hmm. but like, we can't know, no, like just because of the type of uh, like validation that, society would need like or people are hiding it from us like society yeah well, oh, i know they're de- oh for sure oh. hiding it like i think that they i think we, no matter which where you stand uh, like uh, <laughs> like on this um there are definitely things that are hidden that because there's things like we don't even know effectively how the pyramids were made and that's a whole nother can of worms. It's or like how deep the ocean goes, to be honest. We can't like we can't we can't realistically understand how they move those massive tons uh, of of whatever they are that built the pyramids. Like we mm-hmm. the fact that like the fact that or like there's like those stones down in like South South America that are like so precisionally put together that like you would need laser tools to cut them. It's like mm-hmm. there's stuff like that that is so unexplainable that just tells me that there's all, there's for sure things that uh, that are just forever being hidden from us. And there's things out where we've seen it and people don't think about, Hey, our first, before we went to space, our first thing we wanted to do was explore the ocean. And immediately we stopped and went up. Something's down there that everyone's afraid of. So yeah, I guess like why, yeah. Why did we, why did we suddenly be like, Hmm, space is a much better <laughs> yeah. idea than just Forget going to our ocean. own yeah. ocean. <laughs> like what no they don't think about building cities in the ocean or anything else like that it could be plausible it could happen but there's some there's stuff down there we don't know or how deep it is so yeah i don't yeah also 
just, or maybe they maybe maybe the only reason they went up is because they they just they know exactly what's down there. Like, I would they, imagine that's what it is. It's not something they need to explore because they know what's there yep. and they don't need to explore it. Yep. And um, and for even people who say like you know Bigfoot doesn't exist or aliens and everything else like that. If, well, let's let's stick on aliens. If we talk about aliens and let's talk about like back in the old times where every civilization, every native tribe has the same description for stuff that's coming from the sky and they've never talked to each other. People yeah, in Egypt star, star people. Yeah, but people in Egypt never talked to Native Americans and like wherever they were. Like they all have the same type of description for aliens, for supernatural creatures, for be- like creatures that we haven't seen. And everyone's like, nah, there's no way. I'm like, you there's no they don't have telephones, so they can't text each other like, yo man, the Bigfoot was near us today. Like I don't know if you saw that. And then like, you know, Egypt or the Egyptians and be like, yo, man, I saw that Bigfoot. I know what you're talking about. Like, nah, there's always something that, you know, past civilizations have that show you, like, we are seeing the same thing, but they've never spoke. So I, I always think that's really interesting. If you guys haven't dived, listen, just like at least five videos on TikTok. Do, do this for me. Five <laughs> conspiracy TikTok videos. And then guess what? You'll, you'll be down the rabbit hole with me and Mike. But, you know, we will probably still talk about some aliens uh, here and there, some supernatural stuff. When Halloween rolls back around October, we'll definitely be getting into the spooky stuff. But if you ask me and Mike, something's up there and something's down there. But guys, once again, it was an amazing episode. Um, I was very excited to talk to Mike. We, we always have a great time on this podcast. And thank you, guys. Um, we talked about a lot of things today, a lot of things. We talked about our life. We talked about my vacation, Mike slamming rocks with a sledgehammer. Um, and, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, having protection. Don't worry, guys. He was safe. Um, we talked about Gladiators, his, his bandmates um, coming out with a new single and kind of, you know, revamping the band and, and, and going back out there and getting back at it, which we always encourage people to do. Um, and then also Mike wanted to talk about Final Fantasy. He gave me a little bit of a recommendation. I'm going to watch it because I always recommend him to watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then also with the questions, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we got on that. Hopefully you guys give that a watch. It's a great show. And then Aliens, they're out there. But once again, you guys can find me pretty much on anything by just typing in David Graves or King Graves Gaming or... Dougie King, don't I don't I, one day we'll get it fixed. I'll get it fixed. But uh Mike, where can the people find you? As always, you can find me just about on anywhere at Kingpin Caribou. Uh YouTube, you can get me at Throw Lab. Um, you know, thanks again, everybody, for listening, you know, helping us get over 200 overall listens again. That's super crazy. Man. That's more than we ever thought we'd get to at this point. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, as always, everybody, stay home. Oh.